Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of the John Morris Show. So I was, at the time, I was 21 years old, and I had just got a good job. So I was managing my own shoe store, and the store was doing really well, and I was making more money than I'd ever made in my life at 21, and I was on the fast track to moving in, getting promoted into a bigger store, and eventually probably getting to the point where I was making a six-figure income or close to that selling shoes. And then I quit. Now, you have to understand the context of this. I've talked about this before with the way that I grew up, but I grew up uh, very, very poor. My dad had a car accident. It kind of changed my family's life because he wasn't able to do the things he was doing before. Um, My mom had been a stay-at-home mom up to that point. And so it really just it just kind of dramatically changed my childhood. And so I grew up in that environment and kind of always with this sense of that maybe I was a little bit cursed and that I was just destined to kind of live that life and that was going to be my life forever. And that the only way that I was really had any opportunity of maybe getting out of that was uh, either through sports or by going to college, getting my degree, kind of that usual storyline. And so it was less than a year before this uh, point in my life when I was managing this this shoe store. About a year before that, I had quit football. I had dropped out of college. And so uh, this was kind of felt like my last ditch kind of effort to make something of my life. And there I was in the middle of being really successful at it, and I quit. And the reason why is there was this one thought that kept haunting me. And despite all the success I had had, despite all the opportunity that was available, because this was a bigger chain and there was uh, good opportunity available, and despite all the money that I was making, because I was making really good money uh, at the time, I couldn't let that thought go. And the thought was, is this all I'm ever going to be? Is selling shoes all my life is ever going to amount to? Because I could be the best shoe salesman in the world, and I'd still just be a shoe salesman. Now, that's not to be derogatory towards people that do those sorts of things, but it just wasn't the life that I had imagined for myself when I was a kid. When you you sat back and dreamed as a kid, it was you know, an astronaut or a fireman or a football star or whatever, whatever it was for you, shoe salesman probably isn't one of those things. So at 21 years old, I made probably the most difficult decision of my life. I faxed in my resignation and I walked away from what was a really good job and a really good opportunity. And I had no plan. I didn't have any other job lined up. I had really no place to go. And so it was scary as hell for me. Now, I bring all of this up because I recently did an interview on the Digital Dads podcast. I don't know, may or may not have heard of that, but I did a, they asked me to come on the show and talk with them. So I did the interview and they asked me about this. And on that podcast, I kind of tell the whole gory story of what happened and why and, and how it's relevant to people who... Uh, are looking to get into web development and web design, among other things that I talked about on there. And so I think it's about an hour long. 
and I think it's worth a listen. So if you want to check it out, it's John Morris. Just go to johnmorrisonline.com slash DD111 digital da- for digital dads, DD111. It's episode 111 for them. That will take you, it'll redirect you over to the post. But I imagine a lot of you might be in a similar boat, might be feeling the same way. Maybe you have some success in what you're doing now and you you know you have a good job, you're making money, but there's this kind of gnawing sense or this feeling that you have that you're just not quite satisfied, feeling like maybe your life was meant for more. And like I was, you were dying inside for some sort of meaning and significance in what you do. If that's you, if you can relate to that, and I talk about this again more in the interview that I did with them uh, on that, that, that podcast, but there's two things that you need to latch onto that uh, are going to, to make the difference for you. And these two things are, they're way more important than if you know MySQL or you comment your code well or any of that stuff. Uh, a great developer isn't someone who knows everything. A great developer is someone who brazenly or boldly tackles the unknown. When everyone else is saying, I can't, a great developer is the person saying, I will. That's what makes a developer. To me, it's more of a mindset than it is a skill set. Yeah, there's something to be said for the skills that you know. But it's much, much more a mindset. I know people who have really, really good skill sets but are don't have the mindset for it and they struggle uh, constantly with being a developer. So again, that's what makes a great developer and that's what matters in all this. If you have that, the rest of the skill set will fall into place. Everything else will kind of come together if you have that kind of mindset. Now, in my opinion, and again, I talk about this more on that podcast, but that kind of Mindset comes from those two things. The first is, and you will have heard me talk about this before, is this kind of dogged persistence to to be the one that will stick in there and figure things out, even when things get a little bit dicey, even when maybe you're a little in over your head, even when everybody else around you has given up, and it's kind of beyond maybe what makes rational sense for you to keep at it, you're the one that keeps at it. You're the one that stays with it until you figure it out. It's that kind of dogged persistence that really matters and is the right kind of mindset or the mindset you need to be a really, truly great developer. The second thing has many names. Uh, I'll use the technical term, which is self-efficacy, or you might call it confidence. but uh, it's almost it's an almost irrational belief in your own skills. This is one thing I've noticed among developers that are really, really good is that they believe that they can learn anything, that they can figure anything out. And you couple that with this sort of persistent, it's almost, in some ways, I think it's almost a positive insecurity in the sense that they believe they can learn anything. So that when they're met with something that is hard for them to figure out, it almost becomes a test of their character 
to go in and figure it out. And so that's where the persistence comes from. And so, again, when you have those two things, to me, that's what really leads to the mindset of, I'll go in and figure anything out. I'll be the one to tackle it when everybody else has given up. Past making rational sense, I'll be the one to do it. That's what leads to that that sort of mindset. Now, I know this is a bunch of woo-woo, foo-foo stuff, and I'm not necessarily uh, the, you know, big into all of that sort of thing, but I see this, I just see it time and time again. The difference between mediocre developers or developers who struggle or developers who ultimately fail and the great ones who have a wild success and kind of get to do whatever they, they want and, and you know, all of that stuff, it's those two things. Those are the two things that you're often going to see one has that the other doesn't. And so I wanted to, to kind of cover that. And, and like I said, Again, go check out that interview because I ch- I talk a, a whole lot more about it um, and, and get really into some more of the details of the story and so forth. And those guys do a good job of kind of drawing that information out of you. So again, the link is johnmorrisonline.com slash DD111. No hyphens or any of that stuff. So go check that out and be sure to give those guys you know, some likes and some shares, subscribe, all of that stuff because... I mean, they're, you'll see from the podcast, they're two really cool guys. I had a blast talking with them, and I think they're definitely two guys that are worth adding to the the number of people or the, the group of people that you listen to when it comes to uh, web development, because they're both in, in the IT world as well. So again, give that a listen, johnmorrisonline.com slash dd111. All right, that's what I got for you today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.